Welcome to another enthralling episode of the Morning After podcast. Mike Keller alongside Jenny Matthews. Also happy to welcome back producer Tater, who has decided, uh, you know, couldn't really hang on his own, so he had to come back and uh, and ride with us. I don't blame you, dude. We are the best, so that's understandable. Wow. I missed y'all. I mean, why <laughs> Why not, you know? But I, I get it. You know, waking up at 4 a.m. is what I live to do. <laughs> I feel like that's a lie. Um, very special episode today. Uh, at the end of this episode, you'll hear an interview we did the other day with John Rich of Big and Rich. He has got a uh, he's got a new television show he wants to talk about, and uh, he's just got a lot to say about everything. And and you know, if you know John, if you if you're familiar with his social media, he is not afraid to state his opinions on current affairs. If you agree with John, you'll love it. If you don't agree with John, you'll hate it. And it's up to you. You can you can just not listen to that part if you don't want to. It's whatever you want. Here's what I think, though, whether you agree with what he says or you don't agree with what he says. One thing I really appreciate about him is that he speaks his truth. He speaks what's in his mind, his heart. And I, I appreciate that in this world we're living in. I do, too. Um. So yesterday... Uh, some friends of ours, I'm very excited. We have some friends of ours we've known since we've lived in Kansas City, and they are building a house. And I'm very excited for them. They're getting to the point where it's almost time to make the big move. And so they call us, what they're doing is they've got some older furniture and they're just throwing it away. So they've got one of those, you know, you can get like, you can like hire one of those companies to bring out like a, a like a portable dumpster. They just set it down in your drive. You put everything in it and then they come and haul it away. Or 1-800-GOT-JUNK. Tell them Jenny Matthews sent you. Hey, hey, they don't pay for the podcast. They pay for the radio. Okay. No, you don't. Ignore that, please. And no, I'm kidding. Or don't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> They're actually very helpful people. You're uh, spicy today. Look, you're picking on Tater, picking on me. Come I'm, on now. Here's, here's the deal. You came spicy. at me. We do, we do the can't match Mike game, and uh, that's what got me spicy. Because you're trying to trick me okay. with these questions. I know tomorrow's can't match Mike. We already recorded that, and you pulled the ultimate shade over my eyes. The very first question Thursday morning on Q104. It's Oof. We'll get back to your story. So you're you're going. You're, you went to their house. They're getting rid of furniture. Yeah, and what get, happened? Yeah, and so anyway, it's just it, we're very excited for them. They're getting to the point now where it's like, I mean, it's really getting to be go time, right? So they're moving all the furniture out, and then um, I asked him. I said, and, and they're they're moving from a house to another house, a bigger house. And I was like, I was like, so what? You know, what moving company did you go with? He's like, oh, I'm not hiring movers. We're, we're, I'm just gonna. Just gonna do it myself. God bless you. And I'm like, why? I I don't like. Okay, when I was moving from one bedroom apartment to one bedroom apartment, uh, okay, you, you get a couple of buddies, a couple of pizza. I mean, this it's like a three bedroom house. Like yeah. you, you can't you can't move that on your own. Like, you can. I mean, we've done it growing up. We've moved a lot, and we did it. But you're right. I think the days of hey, come over, I'll buy you some beer and pizza. To help me move. I, think, I kinda ex- think those days are over. That expires at 30. Yeah, and I think at some point, I mean, I don't know. Look, I haven't been to their home. I don't know what kind of stuff they've got, but I think about our home and what we have, and oh my gosh, it's so overwhelming to me to think about what in the world, how we, it would take us forever. Yeah, so Katie and I even used movers when we moved from our two-bedroom apartment into a full house. That was uh, that was an, uh, an easier move, but even that one required a... Uh, you know, a moving company because I, they're, look, they're they're expensive. There's no doubt about it. When we moved from Florida to Kansas City, um, it was for my husband's job, so right. they paid for the move. So that was wonderful because they paid yeah. for the movers, obviously. But I will say the one thing about a moving company: you leave it out. If it's out, if it's visible to them, it gets packed. Literally, the shoes I was wearing that day <laughs> ended up in a box. Because <laughs> they, <laughs> Did you move barefoot from Florida to Missouri? I mean, thank God I found 
another pair of shoes, but truly that and like, um, I don't know, a half-eaten bag of cheese puffs. You know, just that yeah. clearly we, we wouldn't, because we some of this stuff was going into storage. So I right. remember when we got everything out of storage, probably about a year later, <laughs> like I remember the half-eaten bag of cheese puffs. I'm like, well, these are probably going to go in the trash now. Yeah, but, but I, yeah. I can also see that company just, they need to cover themselves. Like, I, where was that half-eaten bag of cheese puffs? You owe me $5. I think they have a job to do. Mm-hmm. If it's out and they can see it, they're going to pack it. So. I just think there are some services, some things that, is it necessary to hire a moving company? No. But there are some things that, although expensive, are worth the money. Right. Okay? Giant 75-inch televisions. Worth the money. Yeah. I don't know. And like, like for you, I, I imagine like when you buy makeup, I bet you buy some premium stuff. I do. Premium makeup products. is expensive. Yeah. And I do. I spend more money than I should on that though. Cause I mean, if you've ever been to Ulta or Sephora, not you, but like any of the ladies listening, right? I mean those stores and I'm a sucker for packaging. The cute packaging gets me every time. Sure. It'd be a terrible product, but if it's got a cute little box, I'm like, Oh my God, I'm going to have that right now. Yeah, I spend a lot of money on makeup. And Tater, you're a little more frugal than we are, so is there anything that's expensive but worth it to you? Um, I don't I don't know about He's that. like, no. He's like, hell no. Just say well, no. Well, wait, I have an idea <laughs> okay. for you. Like the alcohol that you prefer. Like like there's a certain maybe more expensive type of beer or something. Like to you that's worth it to spend a little extra. Yeah, I would have to say. And you know what? I've been springing for Tito's lately. So I, you know, fixed my bow tie over here. I'm feeling kind of uppity now because. That's worth it. I mean, Tito's is is average price. What vodka were you drinking before Tito's? Uh, Anything. Um, Hairspray water is pretty much what it was. (laughs) And there's a difference because I don't even drink much other than beer, but I will drink Tito's because it's delightful. Very smooth. I would have I've, to say Jim Beam Devil's Cut is what I like, mm-hmm. which is a little bit more expensive. Not a whole lot, but I uh, I've, I actually recently discovered Katie bought. The reason she bought these is because uh, last week we had company in uh, from St. Louis, some family, and one of them's a little three-year-old girl. Shout out Claire, and uh, Claire likes the sparkling ice water. Are you familiar with those? They come in the bottle and they're like different flavors. The yeah, sparkling um, there's water. A word, they're called something though. And they're called um, like sparkling ice, is what they're called, or something like yeah. that. Yeah. My kids like those. Anyway, and you see, we've got all these flavors. Anyways, so I'm, you know, we've got a bunch of those left over, and obviously they're not here anymore. And um, I was like, I had a little bottle of Tito's there, and I was like, let's let's mix this up. Oh. I'm telling you what, that's that's. I think that might be my new beverage is a little vodka sparkling ice. Hmm. Gosh darn delightful, Gosh Jenny darn Matthews. Delightful. I think you would even enjoy. And yeah, I, did, I would like that. And I'm doing all of them. I've did a little vodka and orange mango. Mm-hmm. I did a little vodka fruit punch. Nice. I did a little vodka black cherry. Hey, I'm here for all of it. Yeah. It's like a different drink every time. See that. But it's all good. Anyway, that's my story about vodka since we're talking about vodka. Mm-hmm. My favorite was uh, last week's episode. We had LT on the show, our new afternoon host here. I'm sorry. We have Lydia on the show, our new afternoon host, Q104. And she uh, said she's like strictly tequila. Right. And that shocked me. Like, like. Bleh. I didn't expect that answer from her. I didn't really know what I expected from her because I because I think I asked her the question. I was kind of trying to gauge where she is on the partying level. Seeing how she, big of an alcoholic she is. Well, right? because she is very young, and um, you know, I if we're going to be doing station events and stuff together, I kind of need to know should we be hanging out or not, just because of the drinking level. <laughs> Can I hang with that? Because you know me, I'm about one two, and that's about it. Well, Jenny, you've had me at your house, and I've thrown back eight yinglings, so that's I feel true. like you can hang with us drunks. That's true. And you know what? You're not a pusher. That's what I like about you, though, when we do have beverages together. You're not a pusher. I mean, I can think of times we've gone out with um, some college friends of my husband, and we would, you know, go out, you know, get together, whatever. And, of course. And 
he's such a nice guy, this guy, but he insists that everyone have a drink in their hand at all times. And there's time like, like I'll have a drink, but then I might want to wait a little bit or even have a water in between. Sure. Just depends on what you're doing, whatever. And he would just keep buying rounds, which was extremely generous. But I would go in the bathroom and dump it in the toilet because I'm like, I can't drink this. Whoa. Well, I felt rude. I'm like, I don't want him to think I'm a jerk for, I mean, I don't want, God, he's going to hear this now. And no, I dumped it down the toilet, but I could not hang with that at all. That's okay. I've never, here's the other, there's this, I'm going to call it, and a lot of you, you you go out to the bars, you're going to disagree with me and that's fine. But just because you, if, if you buy me a drink, Without telling me that you're going to buy me a drink. People do it with shots. I have every right to turn you down. I when I'm out drinking with people for the first time, I always tell them, I was like, hey, I don't do Because, you know, shots. And I'll be I like, know, Mike, me either. And I'll be like, I'll be like, I'm going to be honest with you right now. I haven't liked a shot since I was 22. Uh-uh. I'm not doing one. Like, if you buy one for me, I'm just telling you, I'll be very grateful. It'll sit right there on the table and I'll never touch it. I'm telling you right now, oh, you can't do that. That's alcohol yes, abuse. And I'm like, watch me. I do not care. I am 100% with you on that. People do it all the time. And it's, again, nice gesture. Like, hey, let's all have a shot. I hear you, but I'm not going to do it. <laughs> I we want to do it. Oh, I can't remember the booze that it was. We were at the Lakewood Local one time with a group of people. Uh, this is only a couple weeks ago. Oh, the world's best cheeseburger, by the way. I know you love it. And then we were uh, they, the one of the guys. Uh, we were out in the back patio, and and somebody in the group that we didn't know because it was a larger group of people, and we and so we didn't know everybody there. But we knew a lot of people. And one guy pulled out this uh, this this specific type of liqueur that's I think made in Chicago or something. And I guess th- these guys have had this tradition where you know for whatever reason they would always start with a swig of that before starting whatever other shenanigans they would get in that night. And it's like, it's notoriously bad. It's notoriously awful. And so when we sat down at the table, they're like, oh, you joined the table. You got to join us and taking a swig of this very awful liquor that we're telling you is awful. And I'm mm-hmm. like, no, no, I'm good. Mm-mm. I have zero desire to do that. They're like, no, oh, you have to. And I'm like, oh, no, I don't. Like I just, and I, I know that makes me a party pooper and I acknowledge that. I, I do not care. You're not going to get me to do that. And then they're like, no, check it out. And they would take a swig. Oh, it's so awful. And I'm like, exactly. Exactly. I have no interest. It's like, that's like, here, hold on, Jay. Let me take my shoe off and take a smell here. Oh, my God. This smells awful. Here, smell it. I know. It. People like, do no. that. Well, my husband does that. He's like, see, I don't think my deodorant's working. He would smell my armpit. And he, like, shut my head in his armpit. I'm like, stop. Why do men do crap like that? We're dumb. I'm like, stop. And if you don't think it's working, go get another kind. Oh. Or get Miradry from Aesthetica and tell them Jenny Matthews okay, sent you. Okay, okay. They none of your damn clients are paying for podcast time. Okay, you know, do not go call Miradry right now. I'm sorry. Well, can I do want to talk about Aesthetica for a minute though? Because I did. I had this um, this Halo laser procedure yesterday. So as we are sitting here, I just my face is so warm. It doesn't hurt. It's just very warm, and I can't tell if I'm having hot flashes or if it's just the heat from what procedure I had yesterday. I know no one can see except for you right now, but do I look like I'm getting redder? Because I feel like I'm getting redder. You have very rosy cheeks right now, but honestly it looks like, because I believe what this procedure does is, you know, we all get, eventually you get like the age spots, the brown spots. Totally, or just and sun I, damage. And I believe what that, what this, I, what your procedure does, if I'm just looking at your face and judging, is it, is it kind of brings all that to the surface and then it peels off That's so it's gone. That's right, yes. <clears throat> so saying that, Right now, you just look very freckly. Like, I would assume you had Irish heritage right now because of how freckly your face is. Okay, it, but it's it, not super red. Like, your cheeks are pretty red. Like, you just have a real okay. rosy part right here by your cheekbones. And other than that, you just look very, very freckly. You also look like you maybe fell asleep in the sun with your sunglasses yeah, on. Yeah, because I had the little goggles on while they did the procedure because you don't want the laser to get in your eye. Of I came course. home yesterday, and, I mean, I was as red as the tomato. My husband looked at me like, oh, my gosh, how long is this going to last? He's like, when can you wear makeup? 
Wow, what a savage thing. Well, I mean, he didn't say it like a jerk, but he was just like genuinely a little concerned for what was going on. He's like, and and what what is this supposed to do for you again? And I think ultimately, I've looked at so many before and afters. I think that I am going to look like J-Lo, which is the goal. (laughs) I mean, I think I'm really going to look just like her when I'm done. I don't don't think you will. (laughs) No, the goal is to get that glow. You know what I'm talking about? Like like all women just want that glow. Kind of. Women want to look glowy. I don't know. So I do anyway. So I'm trying for that. And I want to get rid of, yeah, like all the sun damage and stuff. But I just had to pause and ask about that because as we're talking, I do feel like, you know, when you get embarrassed and your face gets hot, yep. like that's what it feels like. It doesn't hurt or anything. It's just. You sure yeah, you're not embarrassed? No, I'm not embarrassed. If I was embarrassed, I wouldn't put, oh my God, the the things I've put on my Instagram story. <laughs> I love, I mean, like, I'm not afraid to tell you when I look like death. Like there's some, hor- I look horrible in these, but I want people to see. Uh, keep it real. You know, I want yeah. people to see w- what the actual thing looks like. But You are very adamant. It, it, it's interesting to me when you say, because we talk about it on the podcast all the time, we keep it real. Mm-hmm. Behind the scenes, real talk. Right. You're big on that. Mm-hmm. Yet in the same breath, there are some mornings where I'm like, hey, let's do this thing for Instagram well, real quick. And you're like, no, don't put me on Instagram. I look hideous today. Right. Because it depends on what we're doing. Like if we're going to, if we're trying to promote something, there's something going on with the station. I want to look like a good representation of the station. Like if I'm on there telling you, look, I know I look horrible right now, but it's because I'm doing this facial. It's a totally different thing. Yeah, sure it is. You always pick the days that you come in with your hair done and looking good. You're like, let's do a video today. <laughs> I do I look, look great like, today. I, I've got golf clothes on for the record. The hair is very nicely kind of swooshed to the side. Like, I, I do look very You put some time today. in today. No, I didn't really, though. I just, it just, the, the hair it's just. so effortless. It really is. That's all good. <laughs> <sighs> anyway. I just want to hear, um, Tater, talk slow when you describe this. But over these last two months, just kind of. Tell us what your day was like. Let's start with like the time you woke up and talk really slow when you do it. Like, especially when you tell me the time you woke up in the morning and just like how, how you lived your life on a completely different hour. Cause that's a huge thing to do is to, to, to completely alter what time you wake up, what time you go to bed, what time you go to work. And just what was that yeah, like for you? Yeah. What was that like? Well, I went to sleep whenever I want it. Like what, what time? Maybe 11 o'clock at night, maybe one o'clock in the morning. Mm. And then I just woke up. I don't need the sound effects, just the story. Please. Like whenever you wanted. Phone. And what time was that? The whatever you wanted time, typically. Uh, 830, 9. Well, well deep into the morning drive. Mm. While you guys were up at 4 a.m. Mm-hmm. So probably about 9 mm-hmm. o'clock in the morning. Did mm. you have a breakfast after that or did you go right to lunch because it was so late? <laughs> I went to Slim for Life and I was looking at the scale going, I'm losing some weight. So. Tell them Tater sent you. I mean, hello. Yeah, trim some LBs with Tater is what I like to say. But uh, yeah, because they they open at nine, so I would go right about nine nine thirty, then go to the gym. It was the, the slim for life thing for me was awkward. So they asked me to endorse it for a little while, and it was just weird because I'm I'm a I'm a scrawnier dude, so it was kind of awkward for me. And like when I walked in there for the first time, and they offer an incredible service by the way. If you are sincerely looking to lose some weight, oh, like it works. guaranteed. Oh yeah, gu- guaranteed it works. If you stick to their program, yeah, it's it, a good program. It guaranteed to work. But I'm not gonna lie, man. I walked in there. <laughs> I was the only dude, and I was the youngest one there by about 30 years. <laughs> yeah. It was old ladies and me, and they yep. looked at me. When I walked in for the first time, they were like, what in the hell are you doing here? So like, I endorsed them also on the other station I was on, and it was at a time in my life where I really could have probably gained about 10 pounds. I wasn't really looking to lose, but I could definitely speak. I felt comfortable endorsing them because I had witnessed, I won't say who, but a very close family member lost like 30-something pounds. I know it's a program that 
is legit mm-hmm. and it works. I felt comfortable endorsing it, but I did not need to lose the weight. But they wanted me to have the experience, you know? So I went in there and I remember when I went in, I just wore a lot of clothes <laughs> so that they could weigh me and I would weigh a little more. And then later like that week, I went back in literally bike shorts and a and a, a bra top. <laughs> and I had lost, I mean, it was a solid four pounds. Hey, there yes. you go. Anyway. Well, for me, I've actually weighed myself this morning and I've lost 16 pounds. Woo! Good for you. You look great. The, That's awesome. The real thing is, like, I just turned 37 this past week, and I'm like, okay. I was talking to my doctor once, and I said, um, cholesterol is what we were talking about. And I said, so am I going to have to be on cholesterol pills? Because I really don't want to do that with my life. And he said, if you were 10 years older, I, I would have you on pills as of right now. It's not. So actually, I just want to do it for my health. Yep. Sure. And no. I also want to, you know, for the honeys. So I'm at a different place in life now, too, where actually I weigh probably, mm, I probably weigh 20 more pounds than I used to. And my cholesterol is high. I just went for my, listen to us, we sound like we're 90. I went for my well check a couple of weeks ago and I, my cholesterol actually is high. And, and But my BMI is fine. Like he's not worried about the, my weight or anything like that. But my cholesterol is high. But it's kind of terrifying because now every time I eat something terrible, I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to die. Is this the meal that's going to put me over the edge? Okay, but you know what? If you if that is, then you're going to die happy. I'm not going to lie, guys. I'm looking at our, uh, I can pull up the stats of this podcast at any time <laughs> I want to. And, and 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 what from what the internet tells me about our specific podcast, like it breaks down who listens, yeah. how old everyone is, things like that. And most of our of of the people, God bless you for listening, are between the ages of twenty three and twenty seven years old. We got to stop talking about <laughs> cholesterol and BMI. All right, no one gives a damn. Well, it's real talk. Something to think about for when you get older. Hey, so I was at the club last weekend, yeah, man. I was get getting it. lit, getting torn. I had girls grinding on me. No, I didn't, man. I was in bed at eight thirty. It was awesome. Uh. It was nice. This last weekend at the house was the first time in a couple of weeks that I actually didn't have company, and it was great. Yeah. But uh, it's 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 weird. We fall into this dirty habit, and Jenny, I think you're going to judge me for this, and that's fine. But we fall into this dirty habit where we really don't clean the house unless there's company coming over. <laughs> so we've got about two weeks worth of dog hair on the carpet now, and two weeks worth of shedded dog hair on the hardwood. And- See, if I'm honest like you think I'm judging you for it I'm not I actually wish I had a little more of that chip in my body I am so OCD and so is my husband that we are just constantly cleaning we're constantly cleaning we're constantly tidying organizing and I'm and I and it's annoying because sometimes I'm like I wish I could just sit here with the dishes piled in the sink and just watch a movie and enjoy myself but I can't I can't relax until everything's done well I can't do that because if you let the dishes sit in the sink they they start to have a little stank to them after about a day or two okay the dog Hair on the carpet, like whatever. We'll pick your pick your thing. But... Do, your, do both of your dogs shed? Yes, and we have, and I would never do it again. We have sort of dark hardwood floors; they're mm-hmm. on the dark side, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I would never do that color again because you can see every piece of fur on the yeah. floor. I would definitely go with more of like I love that like washed out gray look that people have on their hardwoods. Sure, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I would do something I, like that. Yeah, that's a good idea because because. We have two dogs, but only one Dolly, who's mainly white sheds, and we have a lighter carpet, so we don't see it as much. But I'm telling you, because it was like warm recently, mm-hmm. she's like losing clumps of hair, yeah. so there's clumps everywhere. Yeah, same. And uh, Katie wants to rip all the carpet out, though. She wants to go hardwood, which I'm now more about than I used to be because we re- Okay, ready? Sorry, I just talked about the 23 to 27-year-olds. You are not going to relate <laughs> to this at all. But I bought this new mop, and it's freaking killer, dude. Like I got. Yeah, this- wait a minute. We're talking yeah. about He's ragging yeah. on his tater. Now he's talking about his new mop. Yeah, but it's that mop because I know you've seen the commercial for it where you fill up the bucket and then you uh, 
you, you dip the mop in the bucket, but then you put it in that little receptacle on the side and you push the pedal and it spins. Mm-hmm. And then you, so, so you're not glopping globs of water on the floor. Get it. Yeah, the, 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 the spinning, the, no, see, I'm going to make it cool and trendy. Like my, my mop is like, it's like spinners, like rims. Spinning rims. Yeah, spinning rims. What is this? Nineteen ninety nine. No, dude. Hey, ri- spinners were good to like oh five. No. All right, all right. Do you know how long ago oh five was even? Yeah. Sixteen years ago. Oh, That's wow. the year you got married. In case you forget, because yeah. you constantly forget when you go. You're like, how long have I been married? I'm I like, know. you've been married sixteen years. I know. Jenny. It's so weird though. I've always, my whole life, heard people say, "Oh, I forget how old I am." Or, I've, you know, I, I've actually gotten to that place. Sometimes I'm like, "How old am I?" It's yeah. terrifying. It's scary. Yeah. So the question I have for you guys with with dogs. And the hardwood floors, they get scratched up, right? Oh, By yeah. the, the claws, the yeah. nails. Yes. My dogs have actually ruined our house, but it's fine because I love them that much. I don't even care. Our doors, I don't know if you've ever noticed this coming to my house, Mike, but like at, at the door that comes in from the garage and the door that goes out to like the back door to go out to the backyard, there are deep, it looks like Freddy Krueger with his nails was yes. like visiting and just clawed at the door. And my floors from where they get all excited, you can, he- you can hear it right now. Like when someone comes to the door and they're like... Right? Yeah. Right. Um, there are terrible claw marks all over our floor. We, but again, we, I, they're my dogs. We have, uh, yeah, when Hank wants to come in from the backyard, it's like a glass door, but then there's also some wood there, and he'll just kind of hit everything because he'll jump up on the door and scratch mm-hmm. at it, and you can just hear. And I'm always like, stop it! Because he's always like... Yep. So Oscar can let himself in now. He's my 80-something-pound boxer, and he can y- manipulate. We have, like, the door handles that you you push down on them and the door opens, and he can get in through the garage. He will open the door and let himself in. And he's gotten to where, too, he's so good now. He can open the door, and he even leaves it open long enough for little Otis, our t- Boston Terrier, to get in, too. <laughs> he's amazing. Does he then close the door, at least? That's it, the courteous thing. It just shuts. Thing. It's one of those that, you know, that Oh, you have shuts. the hinges on yep. there. We just did that actually, Katie, because my wife, Mr. Fix It, Mrs. Fix It, she's just like, she's looking at the, the door that goes out to our garage one day, and she's like, you know what we need? We need this door to shut itself, because yes. I'm tired of it. So what does she do? She goes to Home Depot, buys the door closing hinges, and like a NASCAR does. pit crew, or she and gets it done in a day. So people are at, all our friends are like, they saw the, the, the big wall project she did a couple weeks ago. She Killed it. Your the, master bedroom. She did this amazing. Go back on some your social media, her social media. Somebody yeah, posted it. It's beautiful. The Mrs. Keller at Mike Keller Q104 on Instagram. We've got it somewhere up there. And she uh, I mean, she tore that thing up and, and did a great job. And now, like, all of her, we need to come over. And it's such a weird, out of context, it's just a weird <laughs> sentence to say, hey, we need to come over and see your bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> like, wait, what? Huh? Excuse me? <laughs> Word that a little different there, but... uh. Uh, you know, it is what it is. I was excited. I came home yesterday from running some errands, and my daughter's up in her room, and she is going to town. She, for the first time, like, un, she wasn't asked to do it. She just did it on her own, and I wondered if the day would ever happen because she's a total slob. Started organizing her room. She's like, Mom, I need some trash bags. Like, she wanted to get, you know, old stuffed animals and things out. Like, make some room. She's like, I want a big girl room. I'm like, get it, girl. Like, you, you do you. I knew the day would probably come. Yeah. But it was nice to see it happen because I do. My husband and I really, like, almost to a fault, have that OCD chip and I and my kids are complete slobs so it's nice to see that developing and they have that OCD chip too I'm telling you right now for me it took a lot longer it, it took to I'm one of those where I appreciate the value of a dollar but I didn't until I moved like but once I was paying my own rent yep all of a sudden something kicks in like they said you can attest to this Jay because from what I'm told like when you become a parent just there's something that just something kicks, kicks in, in. Yeah. like these instincts that you have that you don't know you have but then just they just kick in, right? right? 
It's the same with earlier in life when you're moving out of your house. When you all of a sudden it's your own place and you're the one paying the rent or paying the mortgage on that place, all of a sudden it's click like, oh, this place ain't going to be us. This is my place now. Except then you get married, you get lazy, and then you don't vacuum up the dog hair anymore unless company's coming over. <laughs> right. You didn't need to go there. I just brought it back full circle. Oh, you didn't need to go there. I didn't, but I did. Yeah, Tater, you're, you're. I'm interested in your situation though, because you are a, uh, you're a single man. You live by yourself. So, but, but, but you like to try to uh, attempt to to bring the, the ladies back to the house. Well, and we know that you don't have a couch. You only have a recliner. So, if said lady comes to the house, it's either the bedroom or the recliner. I'm just curious as to your cleaning habits. Like, how often do you? We already know you never wash your bed sheets because you're disgusting, and that's fine. But like, when it comes to vacuuming the floor how often do you vacuum or do you have all hardwood no there's carpet for sure. okay how often do you vacuum your carpet yeah uh and you have two cats yeah it i'm embarrassed to say this but i until i you know there's you know cats whenever they're they're little claws they shed because yeah. I don't trim them. I, when I, I step on one of those, it drives me nuts. So I'm like, I got to get this. You don't have a vacuum cleaner, do you? I have a vacuum. You do have a vacuum. Yes, and I had to buy a filter. I, how adult was I the other Good day? For I had you. to buy Congrat- a filter for the vacuum. Congratulations. And so uh, I vacuumed the other day. I Guess what I did? I know you guys are going to be so proud of me, and I can't believe it, but I had to because the shower was getting that nasty. I was on my hands and knees the other day. Using a toothbrush and scrubbing the tub. Little tub scrubber. Uh, that's tub impressive. Scrubber. And I hope it wasn't the toothbrush that you were going to use again after you cleaned the tub. Is it the same toothbrush you scratch your ass with? <laughs> no? <laughs> you scratch your ass with a toothbrush? I never said that I did that. I know. That I'm, sounds I'm deeply just... satisfying. <laughs> hey, I, I bet. Now that we're all here thinking about it, I bet if you had a nasty itch, you got in there with a toothbrush, you'd be like, this is so disgusting, but golly, do I feel better. Move over, Preparation hey, H. Give me some Oral-B. Speaking of itches, and this won't work for your butthole. <laughs> I had some Oral-B in my... Oh, God. But wait a minute. This... Do you know what I got? I got that thing that everybody... We talked about it on the air one day about mosquito bites, and people were like, you got to get that. It's called... The like, bug sucker. It's called that bug thing or that mosquito thing. It pops up in my social media oh, ads my now. God. I bought it. It works like a charm. It's awesome. What you do, it's it looks like a little suction thing, and you, you literally put it over the top of the mosquito bite, and you suck the venom out of the bug bite. And I'm telling you, it gets rid of the itch. It's awesome. It's totally worth it. I think it was like 10 bucks or something on Amazon. I wonder if it would work as like a, for like a, say like a poisonous spider bite. Would it then save your life? I don't know. But then I look at it and there's, and I wonder like, cause we've all used it in the family. So is all of the, if, is all of our venom, like are all, is all the venom from all the bug bites that we've all picked? Like, does it, Yeah, where does it where go? Where does it go? I don't know. Because you can't really see up in it. So, like, is all the venom just trapped up in this thing? I don't know. I don't even know what you're talking about. It's this called, is crazy. If you Google it, I think it's, it literally has a name, something like that bug bite thing. That's, like, what it's called. And it's just, like, you, okay, so you know how, like, when a like doctor, a you know when a doctor is going to administer a shot, but first they have to put the needle into the container and then, like, and then pull the, pull yes. the, the suction thing up? Yes. Mm-hmm. So, imagine no needle, but just a little round, like, a suction cup, like a little rubber tip. You put it over a bug bite and you just you yep. suck it up. And this this thing, when you do when you pull it up like that, put it on the skin, it sucks all the bug the the, the venom of the mosquito bite that makes it itch, sucks it right out it's, of there. It's awesome. I can t- I can speak to it. But it works. 
Where does the itchy venom go? Yep, that's what I don't know. Like, do you need to run this thing through the dishwasher or something? I don't know. I need to investigate. I don't know. You need to look at the bug bite thing care. Yeah. Take but I can tell you it works. You're so speaking about, about bugs, have you guys seen this stupid gun? It's like 60 bucks where it shoots salt at flies. No. And it's like a 3.0. And I'm like, who buys this stuff? Who It shoots no. salt. At a fly. I saw an infomercial for it. I'm like, this is ridiculous. Well, thing. is it like, I would if think you, that it, would have to be a big stream, though. You know, it can't be like a tiny stream or you'd never, do, that would be incredible precision to be able to do that. Is it, it like a, a puff of salt? <laughs> it has to be a puff. Like a smoke, like a salt, like salt smoke? <laughs> There's a laser sight on it. That's why it's the 3.0. <laughs> I, you got to watch this infomercial. I'm like, who's buying this? I feel like some military, like, um, sharpshooter, <laughs> like... A sniper. Sniper is, do, is we, buying that we for, have, for sport. <laughs> seriously, three bucks. We have this thing. We get it from Home Depot, and it's it's just a fly bag. And what it is, is it's just this little plastic bag, and then what you do is you open it at the top, and then you leave it open, and what you do is you add a little bit of water. There's this there's this mixture in there already. It's, like, it's in the plastic bag, and then the plastic disintegrates and just mixes in with the water yep. and makes this, like, this smell that, oh, my God, it's like... Worse, it's it's like more potent than fresh dog crap. It is such a nasty smell, but you know, like flies are attracted to that smell. So it's just this bag of water that smells like dog shit, and it's just, and it's and it attracts all that. We we staple it to a tree that's like twenty feet away from our deck, and they love it. And all the flies go over there. It keeps and and they all they get in there, they get stuck, and they die. So and let's it's just awesome. recap here. We've talked about cholesterol, vacuum cleaners, mops, b- bug fly trap things, bug bite. We okay. Th- what are we gonna? We gonna call this podcast something like this one's for the old people or something? Because now we're gonna talk to John Rich about politics. <laughs> hey, we're talking about his TV show. If he decides to talk politics here, that's on his own. Because I've <laughs> certainly the first question that I, you hear me ask him certainly won't push him to politics. Yes, it will. <laughs> I think we should get to it. He, he was fun to talk to. This was awesome. Uh, okay, yeah. So uh, here it is. Uh, our conversation that we had the other day with John Rich, who, by the way, his new TV show premieres on Fox Business tonight. Well, as we're recording this podcast, September 22nd. Check it out. Hey, guys, it's John Rich. John Rich, welcome yeah! to the show. What's up? Yay, Kansas City, here I come. Uh, all right, first question out of the gate, John. Just curious your thoughts, how uh, you, your, your, your opinion on President Joe Biden and how he's doing in <laughs> office so far. <laughs> wow, you know what? Uh, he's killing it. He's killing the economy. He's killing people in Afghanistan. He's killing people on the border. He's killing it. Oh, my God. Oh my God. No, honestly, I, I have a serious question. <laughs> serious question. A lot of people, especially right now, are very afraid to voice their true opinions about political things. It's not like the thing to do. I First of all, I admire that you're so open You're so, so open about it. But what made you decide? Or you have, did you, you just always been that way? What made you decide to just like... Hell with it. I'm just going to say how I feel. Well, because there's this little thing called the Declaration of Independence. And back in the day, every person that put their name on the Declaration of Independence were signing their death warrant with the British Empire. If they ever got caught, they were going to get hung. They were going to burn their fam- burn their family farms, imprison all their family members, and erase them from this planet. And liberty or death was not a bumper sticker. It's what it took to, to build this country and to found it. And so in the spirit of the Founding Fathers and every military vet that ever fought since then to keep our freedom of speech alive in this country, if we don't use it, we're doing a disservice to the heritage that we have all the way back to the greatest patriots that ever lived. And so that's why I say what's on my mind, and I don't care what the fallout is with people. If I, if I know it to be true and that is my opinion, 
I'm going to say it. Your new show, let's talk about it. This is the reason you're calling. We're very excited to talk to you about it. I want to learn a little bit more about this. It debuts tonight on the Fox Business Network, The the Pursuit with John Rich. Man, tell us the concept of this show. Well, so I was out on a bunch of stages with Big and Rich, and I was saying this phrase and getting this massive response. And the phrase was, I would say, you know what, folks? America doesn't guarantee us happiness. It guarantees us the right to pursue happiness. And they would all just start screaming at the top of their lungs because they know what that means. It means America doesn't owe you anything, but it offers you everything. And if you're willing to work hard and dream big and, and, and tough it out through all the failures, the American dream is available to each and every one of us. So I wanted to do a show that focused on what we still all have in common in this country, which you may ask, is there anything that we all still have in common in this country? Yes, we do. We have the rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. So I sit people down from all different backgrounds, all different occupations, all different kinds of life stories, and we tell their story of pursuing happiness in America. My first guest is the king, Richard Petty of NASCAR. I mean, yeah. what a what a way to open. Yeah. Um, with him, and then it's back-to-back episodes every Wednesday night. So the second episode is Gavin DeGraw, which is one of the greatest soul rock singers that ever came out of our country. But but as the season progresses, man, you see everybody from Chris Jericho to Winona Judd, uh, Eddie George, I mean, all kinds of really interesting people. And I ask them questions that they've never been asked before. And when you ask a question that's never been asked before, you get an answer that's never been heard before. And that's really the goal of this show is to inspire all the viewers out there that, hey, don't forget, you live in America. It's not over until you take your last breath. Go out there, pursue happiness, and get it done. John, have you ever thought about running for office? I'm being dead serious. You know, I've been asked a lot lately about that. And I said, uh, why on earth would I want to spend time with those people? Well, and I know the reason she's asking, and it's a, it's a compliment, you know that, because like the, the answer you just gave, like, I'm ready to run through a brick wall with you, man. I know! You're so inspiring. Well, I, I think one thing that's wrong with our politicians is that they are out playing for themselves, Republicans and Democrats. They are going to say whatever they think is going to get them reelected. They're not going to say what we would say if we were in the room when it was being discussed. That's the problem. And so... For a guy like me, you know, listen, there's a lot of country artists that feel exactly like I feel about all of it, but they don't want to say that because they know there's retribution waiting for them somewhere in their career. For me, I just finally decided that my freedom of speech was more valuable to me than the approval of the industry. I would rather have integrity at the end of the day for me personally and go, you know what, I just lost this gig or I just lost that song or whatever. But I said the truth, and I got two little boys growing up watching how daddy's talking in these crazy times. I want them to know, son, you don't back up off the truth, and you stand strong for your country. I could listen to you all day. I'm so here for it. That's great, John. And I'm excited for this show, too, The Pursuit. I've got the list in front of me. Some of the other guests, uh, you know, you listen to this radio station. You're going to have Brantley Gilbert and Jake Owen on. Uh, personally, I'm excited to hear your conversation with Dave Ramsey because that guy's going to save my financial life. I love that guy. That's right. That's right. What about Candace Owens? You have her on, right? 
Oh, God. Me and Candace Owens had an um, – you can just imagine that conversation. <laughs> so when we got through talking, I said, hey, Candace, you want to go downtown to the Redneck Riviera Bar? And she said, yeah. So I pulled out my Smokey and the Bandit car, and she basically became my, my Sally Field sitting in the other chair, and we're burning rubber down Broadway in Nashville. It's incredible. She is hilarious, and talking to her is like talking to a machine gun. I mean, it just – I mean, her words are flying faster than you can catch them. It's pretty cool. That's awesome. I mean, this is this has been an incredible conversation. I've never wanted to yell hell yeah so many times in the middle of a radio interview. <laughs> By the way, are you still making the? Uh, it's the Redneck Riviera whiskey, right? Because I had I had a bottle yeah. of that, and I, like I'm not trying to blow smoke up your ass. That is genuinely one of the most fine whiskeys I've ever had. Redneck Riviera whiskey is now in eleven thousand stores around the United States. Yeah. It's all, right. all over all over Kansas, all around Kansas City. RedneckRiviera.com has a store locator where you just put in your zip code and you'll find the store. But I give 10% to Folds of Honor, which puts kids through college who lost a parent in combat. Redneck Riviera Whiskey has now funded 140 college scholarships for those kids who lost a mom or a dad. So go find it and grab you a bottle or two. That is hey. amazing. And I'm just telling you this as your whiskey drinker. Like, I'm not just saying because John's yeah. on the phone. I just wouldn't have said anything like that. I mean, it is delightful. It is smooth. I can drink it straight. and I'm kind of a wuss when it comes to that. <laughs> I mean, it's very good. I appreciate it. I've worked on it hard. It's uh, it's Granny Rich approved, as we say. My <laughs> Granny Rich, when she was alive, she was my final taste tester. She'd been sipping whiskey since World War II, and she said, that might be the smoothest whiskey I ever had. Hey. Tell America it's Granny Rich approved. So go get you some. There Dang, you go. I wish I knew Granny Rich. See, she sounds awesome. I know, she sounds like a riot. Uh, John, I can't thank you enough for the time. I wish I had more time, but I don't, I don't want to disrespect your time. So thank you for checking in with us in Kansas City, man, and we can't wait to see you whenever you can make it back into town. You got it. Tune in to see the pursuit fox business network just pick up your remote hit that little microphone button and go fox business john rich the pursuit by golly and it'll pull it up put it right in your living room you want to tear it up baby that's how you do it <laughs> you're we the best appreciate the hell out of you john thanks for the time man thanks guys